What's up, podcast listeners? It's your host. We're found with Shevsky, and we got new music, a new year, and I'm excited to share this podcast episode with you because I think it's going to be a well-rounded like topic that most people don't talk about for themselves, and it's all going to be started with some self-reflection, some self-discovery to make 2020 your year. So without further ado, we got to do some shout outs because I'm particularly excited about this episode because I am actually at home, not driving. I'm unfortunately sick under the weather. I'm in a full body sweat right now. Stuffy nose. If I start you know, sniffling or sneezing, you'll know why, but um, I'm going to do some shout-outs because my top three cities are all brand new. Um, number one, although in the UK we got a city of Ripon, shout-out to everyone in the UK. Um, number two, all the way in Poland, hopefully I don't mispronounce it and do my people a complete embarrassment, the city of Gliwice, Gliwice, hopefully I said that correctly. Anyone from Poland listening to my show, feel free to reach out and tell me how to pronounce that correctly. Um, Fun fact, I was actually born in Poland in a city called Katowice. Um, Shout out to everyone in Katowice in Poland that may be listening. Anyway, number three, all the way in the States, we got the city of Denver in Colorado. Shout out to everyone in Denver listening to my show. Actually, two years ago, I was in Denver for a wedding, and awesome place, awesome, awesome, awesome views of mountains, and honestly, it was a cool, cool place. Um, and a honorable mention that I want to throw in here is... Where are we? Where are we? got to scroll down a little bit here. There it is. Um... London, the city of London in the UK was number five. So a lot of international love today, which is freaking awesome. But anyway, we're going to talk about the true kind of path to success when it comes to fitness and health. And I honestly think it's empathy for yourself. So I've brought up this whole topic of empathy to other you know, coaches on my show, as I feel like it's a good quality to have as a coach to kind of really understand where the client's coming from. But I haven't really heard anyone talk about empathy for themselves. And I think that's a great place to, you know, start because when it comes to starting your fitness health, fitness and health journey, like many of you are, or maybe this is the fourth time around, you know, new year, new you, whatever the bullshit phrase is, and you want this year to be different, you want to be successful finally, you want to finally hit that goal of 20 pounds, 10 pounds, whatever it is, but I think the missing piece when it comes to any kind of new year resolution is having empathy for yourself. So, you know, start of this month, everyone's going to be, you know, grinding it out at the gym. They're going to try to be consistent. And 
you know, they're going to get to that point where, you know, that little voice in their head goes, you know what, you don't have to go to the gym today. You're super sore. You've been at it for two weeks straight. You deserve a rest. And then that rest day turns into two days, to three days, to four days, to a binge meal, to an all-weekend binge of alcohol and whatever you can think of. And then you go, well, what the hell? I'm back to square one. And you're like, you know what, I'm going to pick it back up, you know, February 1st. And you kind of go into this vicious cycle. It just doesn't really happen. And it becomes this, like, all-or-nothing thing that I brought up on my show a bunch of different times. But imagine if you develop this whole idea of empathy for yourself. Say you are this person that, you know, in a week's time, two weeks' time, when you get faced with your first kind of roadblock in your journey to finally hitting your goal, having a little empathy for yourself going, you know what, I did really, really well for the first two weeks of January. Sure, I ate out for lunch or I went out drinking with a bunch of friends or I went to a dinner party and I had way too much to eat. Imagine if you could give yourself some grace and be like, you know what, this is just part of the journey. This is doesn't mean that I'm back to square one. I'm going to get right back into it this next meal, this next day, this very second by changing your mindset. Imagine having that tool in your arsenal to be successful. You know, so many of us think it like everything needs to be perfect when it comes to fitness and health, right? And it blows my mind. Like that doesn't make sense for anything that we do in life. Imagine if you were in school and you were studying for weeks without end or, you know, cramming in one weekend to do a final exam on Monday and you end up getting like, I don't know, say 76%. Like, that's pretty fucking good. Like, you were super stressed about it and you did your best and you did your exam and you're like, boom, I got 76. Awesome, I can move on. I'm doing great. But when it comes to fitness and health... If nothing is 100%, it's enough for us to, like, just throw everything out of the window that we were doing right before then. Like, can you imagine if you were in school, you got that 76%, you're like, well, fuck, it wasn't 100%, so I'm going to fucking quit now. Like, it's silly. It's silly. But for some reason, when it comes to fitness and health, we're, like, ready and willing just to cut everything off. Like... The first two weeks of January where we did really, really well, it didn't even fucking matter because of one meal, one weekend, one night, one dinner party, whatever it is, right? Like, when you put things in perspective like that, you're like, holy shit, there is something going on fucked up in my head, which is a whole nother topic that we can get into, but think about if you can develop empathy for yourself, and for the longest time, I've been asking other coaches and other people on my show, like, how do you teach empathy to somebody else? And I think I was so wrong of asking that because how can you teach that to someone else if you can't teach it to yourself? And, you know, there's this huge kind of, like, movement online when it comes to, like, gratitude and, like, counting your blessings and everything like that. And... I think a lot of times people miss that. I think people miss taking the time to like really check in with themselves and 
start listing all the things they're grateful for. So I do this indirectly. Like every night before I go to bed, I always kind of go through all the things that I'm thankful for. Like every day I thank, I'm so thankful for, you know, having my health, having a strong relationship with my wife, for having a dog, for having a place to live in, having a job, having, you know, something as like miraculous as this internet thing because other places in the world don't have this. The fact that I'm talking right now to you, to all these people all over the world to listen to my message, like that's fucking amazing, right? Something as simple as, oh my God, the privilege of having a car to go to work compared to using transit or hopefully one day Uber because Vancouver still doesn't have freaking Uber. Um, You know, like small things like that. The fact that I can turn on electricity to power up my whole, my whole place. The fact that I could have hot water in my shower. Like these are all the things I am constantly telling myself I'm grateful for. So now let's transition this to the fitness and health arena. Like every night, every day at some point, you should take a second to be thankful for the things that you've already done that's gone, going towards your goal. Like this is how you build empathy for yourself. Imagine if you took the time to really, really break it down. Like, you know what? This morning I drank a full bottle of water. Yesterday I hit all my macros or yesterday I ate protein every single meal or you know what? This past week I worked out every single day. And you start really listing out all the things that you've done to get towards your goal. You're going to start really feeling different feelings when it comes to when it, when you're faced in any kind of adversity towards your goal. Imagine when you start reflecting on all the things you've been doing right and that moment that you have to go out to some gala, to some family dinner, and nothing is going to go towards your plan of getting towards your goal because they eat food that's not so-called healthy. After that event, shindig, or whatever it is, is done, you're not going to be like, well, fuck it. I already screwed up this one meal, this one night, the last two or three weeks of the new year. Over for me, I'm going to start on February 1st. Instead, because you've been reflecting on all the things you've been doing right, you'll be like, okay, well, I survived that. My body didn't explode and gain 10 pounds. I'm all right. I'm going to hit it hard tomorrow. And then the next day. And the next day. And maybe I'll have a beer halfway through the week. Like, small things like that. You know, I think the moment that we can start being more empathetic to ourselves is going to change a lot of things for 2020. You know, today I posted this morning, you know, the four things that are that will make you successful in 2020. And the first thing was a longer timeline. Everyone that fails meeting their New Year's resolution in health is because they're giving themselves six to eight weeks to achieve it. Make it an entire year. I've been saying this forever. And the empathy is going to go hand in hand with this big time. My second thing is 
to pick one diet. If for whatever reason you decided to do some sort of weird diet thing that is complicated or whatever it is, it's keto, it's intermittent fasting, it's vegan, whatever you decide to choose, do it for this entire year. So many people jump to one thing to another over and over and over again because they think if they try something different, it's going to, you know, fix all their issues. No, stick to one thing. And this goes hand in hand with the next point, it's consistency. If you are starting to work out, if you're starting to eat healthy or follow a diet, do it every single day, day in and day out, at least 90% of the time. Remember, you don't have to have 100% on an exam in order to keep going. 76% is still good. It's better than zero, right? And the last thing is patience. Patience, patience, patience. These four things intertwine with each other and they're supercharged with this concept of having empathy for yourself. Imagine how powerful you'll be by the end of this year if you practice those four things while developing empathy for yourself. That's dangerous. That will change not only you achieving your fitness goals, but you becoming a better human being, a better person for your spouse, your friends, your coworkers, a better person for the world. Like, I'm thinking really, really big picture, and it might sound cheesy, it might sound woo-woo, whatever, but there's always a bigger picture in anything that we're trying to achieve in life, and I think that's what we need to focus on. But it's always starting with these small little things. Life skills. We need life skills that will replace bad habits that we've been doing for years, decades. So I'm going to leave it there. Empathy, people. Build empathy for yourself. And that will, like, surely take you in the right direction. And finally give you the success you've been hoping for this year. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble while I'm sick and I'm about to cough up a lung because my throat is super dry from talking. Share this podcast with your friends and families. Give me a five-star review. You know, post this on every social media platform out there to spread the message. You guys are truly amazing. Thank you, thank you so much. Hit the show notes. Add me on Facebook. I'll say what's up. So then you can see all the video and photo stuff that I post online on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next time, you guys.